hailing from the west side of Baltimore City and quickly becoming one of Hollywood's funniest ladies, we have Brisha Webb in the building to have a great conversation with us here at BHL. Live tune in. The interview is up next. Tune into Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. Tune in right now. <laughs> what's up, what's up, what's up, everybody? I am your girl Carmen, and today I would like to welcome to the Black Hollywood Live studios for a dope conversation the one and only Brisha Webb. Hi, Carmen. Hello, baby. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm great. We from Baltimore. We from Baltimore. <laughs> it is such an honor yeah. to have you in the building. And we've known each other for years. Yes. And I'm watching your star just rise and shine and all you. over everything. And I'm so proud of you. Thank you. So I had to take advantage of the opportunity to sit down and talk to you mm-hmm. um, for this conversation series. I like to call it Leaders of the New School. Um, I'm old. No, um, you're not. You I'm are older. what you think. You are what you think. I'm older than a lot of some of the kids. Yep. And me too. um but I got to see this paradigm shift happen with like the state of culture and how we do things and I want to talk to the people who are leading the way through this shift yeah. because there's absolutely like a shift happening. There is. There is. So, I consider you a leader Thank of that you. group of people and I just wanted to talk to you about Thank it. You. I about like your being whole leader. journey. Leader yes. of the shift. Now, you in here fresh off of celebrating the Golden Globes. Yes, that, that was, was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Mm-hmm. It can be chaotic because, you know, there's a lot that goes into getting ready for any red carpet. Yes. But I successfully made it and did well. So. Yes, you did. I had a good time. Good. Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I wore this red and black today. Really? I'm taking it back to Baltimore. Because you're from the village, right? Yes, I am. Emerson Village. West, the West Siders. The West Siders. The West Siders. Oh, yes. Yes. I wore this for you today. And I just so, happened to wear red. <laughs> you know? So if anybody who's watching doesn't know who the West Siders are, it's a it's a band. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't have any instruments. It's just a drum line. It's just a drum line. And a bunch of, like, majorettes. Yes. And dancing And they're girls. the best. Yes. And you hear the drums. And you, mm-hmm. know and you all happening. come outside. Everybody runs outside to see what's happening. So I got on my West Siders red today. Yay. for the village. I love it. Yes. We do what we do. We do what we do. Okay. <laughs> um, so we both said it. We both from Baltimore. Tell us about what it was like for you growing up in Baltimore. Uh, it was a lot of music, a lot of church. Really? Yeah. Um, my dad and my mom, you know, I was raised in the church a lot. So I was always the entertainment. You are? Yes. You I, were in all the church plays? Yes, the church play. I was always the dancer. Yes. You know, in the white dress. You know, I was... With the white leggings yes, and the white leotard and what, that skirt. In the skirt that flies. Yes. Yes. <laughs> twirling around down the aisles. Yes. So I was always that person. So mm-hmm. I was, you know, without really knowing, you know how that would help me in my career, just being good at everything. Did you know you were going to be an actress? Oh, I came out knowing. I was yes. like, I'm going to be inside of the TV. That's my job, and that's where I belong. I noticed that a lot of people who are really successful with what they do, they say that they knew. Like, yeah. they knew, they know, and they stuck to it. Yeah. Always. Always. Like, I've, I've always said, my dad said, when I was four, I was going to, he said, you woke up and you were like, I'm going to be an Academy Award winning actor. Yes. And he was like, at four? And he was like, you know, 
hey, God put it in your art. That's what you want to do. Hey. I think that's awesome. It is. And but I went to Baltimore School for the Arts and all that. Yeah. So I was going to ask you. So you sing, mm-hmm. you act, mm-hmm. you dance, mm-hmm. you're funny. Mm-hmm. How did you know which one of those things was going to be your thing? How did you? Because it's hard to be multi-talented and focused. Yes. And I'm speaking from experience. Because yeah, well, you can do all because, those things, and too. And it's, it's really, it, it, it hasn't come to me as easily, you know. Yeah. But um, let me know. Um. Well, a lot of people always found me funny. I was always the goofiest person. Mm-hmm. You know, I wouldn't say class clown because I follow rules. Mm-hmm. But I'm just naturally just a, go, a goofball. Um, in a good way. In a great way. Yeah. You know, like I love Adam Sandler and yes. Lucille Ball. And like mm-hmm. that's my type of humor. Um, so, yeah, I've always been attracted to that it's very classic which is why i love doing love that girl when i was doing it Mm -hmm. um but yeah i i would dance my mom was a classically trained dancer so of course naturally my Mm -hmm. physique she put me in dance classes and i you know soaked it up Mm -hmm. but i talked too much i was always cracking jokes okay and came to do point I was i didn't want to break my feet i didn't Uh like my feet bleeding (laughs) you know i went to baltimore school for the arts and I was good at acting, you know, mm-hmm. and I didn't want to shut up and listen to a choreographer mm-hmm. tell me what to do and mm-hmm. be posh and all that. Yes. So, and be so controlled. And, yeah, be and, so controlled. And yes. I like being other people and mm-hmm. all that. So it was easy to know that acting was definitely my strength. Mm-hmm. Um, singing I've always shied away from because... Really? Yes. I mean... But you can sing, sing. I can sing. Yeah, you can sing for real sing. Thank you. Yeah. You could sing too, um, but you know, like in Baltimore, it's just like everybody can sing. I know what you mean. I'm so comfortable. I'm my accent is so like everybody can sing. Uh-huh. But you know, like coming from the church, yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. You should mm-hmm. lead praise and worship if you yes. be. You know, so that wasn't an, that was an added bonus, but it wasn't like yeah, my whole family sings. Whatever, mm-hmm. acting was the main thing. I and love then, it. When I came here, I went to Cal. I went to Cal Arts. Went to college after I graduated, and nice. I was, so you you did you got your education, and then did you further the 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 arts in college? Yes. Oh, mm-hmm. I went to Cal California Institute of the Arts for mm. theater, mm-hmm. and got my BFA, and um, yes, graduated and booked my first job, which was. My first few jobs were in drama. Really? I was known as the crime pregnant teenager. So <laughs> let me ask you, um, like, we being from Baltimore and regionally, New York is where we want to go. So I'm going to New York. Yeah. I'm driving to New York and no, I'm going to make it. Never. What made you choose the Los Angeles <laughs> uh-huh. over that New York trip? You know I what I mean? I went to New York. Um, well, funny thing about being from Baltimore School for the Arts, I was in school while they were doing The Wire. Mm-hmm. So they cast a lot of us, mm-hmm. well, a lot of my cat by by uh, ensemble mm-hmm. in The Wire mm-hmm. as background and some as leads. Like mm-hmm. they had arcs, you know, and they would always look at me and mm-hmm. say, "You are just too cute. Like you're really? bubbly. Like you're even in this drama. Like." We still want to, like, love on you. Like, we don't know right. what to put you. You're not a crackhead. Mm. You ain't killing nobody. Mm-hmm. And I was, I just started looking like a woman yesterday. <laughs> you know, so thank God. But, uh-huh. you know, it took a while. You know, uh-huh. I just looked like a kid forever. And so uh-huh. I was going to New York for Disney and auditioning for things like that. And 
doing well for commercials and things. Yeah, because I, I could see you on Broadway. Yeah, That's why I so I was going there, and I would go to those auditions, and I would see girls that looked just like me, mm-hmm. you know, that had the same flavor, the same zhuzh. Mm-hmm. And Donald Hicken from Baltimore School for the Arts, who was the head of the drama theater department, who is like my fairy godfather. Yes. Um, he's the person that's responsible for Jada Pinkett, Tupac, mm. a lot of amazing talented artists, Tracy Toms, mm-hmm. so many of us that he's brought up. Mm-hmm. And um, he was like, Brisha, there's something really special about you, and you belong on TV. You nice. don't belong on Broadway. It won't do you justice. Mm-hmm. People need to experience your light mm-hmm. on television. And you always said you wanted to be inside the TV, so stay focused on that. Yes. And so I went to New York and auditioned for CalArts, even though I was very immersed in Baltimore life mm-hmm. and culture. Mm-hmm. Went and auditioned just for that school, and I said, okay, God, if I'm supposed to go here, give me the money to go, Yes, and uh, I'll go. Yes. And I got in. Now, a lot of people look at arts and entertainment as a way to bypass college. Yeah. How did your college education help you? Like, do you actually see your college education paying off now when it comes to booking gigs or just navigating through the entertainment business? Absolutely. I mean, a lot of people don't have the luxury of going to a great high school that I did and mm-hmm. I can honestly say my ensemble we were amazing nice. <laughs> um, you know just just with the different cultures like you know being in Baltimore City West Side you're not seeing a lot of different cultures you're not having to deal with a lot of different personalities yeah, it, and it's a lot of things like that you can yeah. be really green coming straight mm-hmm. from Baltimore and or from anywhere mm-hmm. um, coming into this industry yes. you know your accent how you carry yourself Baltimore School for the Arts we did Ibsen we did Shakespeare we we worked with classically trained actors that were working in the field yes. so it, it allowed me to relax and to really creatively become someone else mm. and have a safe cushion. For that, yes. and CalArts even furthered that. I won't give them that much credit because I had so <laughs> much training when I had arrived. They were like, "Yeah, You're shout amazing. out to Baltimore School Baltimore for the School Arts." Baltimore School of the Arts is an incredible school, and it grew me as a person and as an artist, and gave me the confidence that I needed as a young person to further my career and know that I had something special. Yes, um, CalArts just furthered that a little bit more and just mm-hmm. made me listen to my instincts a lot more. Um, yeah, I mean, school and education for anything mm-hmm. is best. If this is what you really want to do, you have to make it that priority. You yes. have to make it your priority. The reason why I've been in this industry and working consistently for over 10 years from comedy to drama and doing whatever I want to do, animation, is because I've studied, yes. you know, and because I've been able to play and Trust myself. Studying is so important. It's so important. It's so important. Because that's where you can fall and get back up again and be challenged. And, exactly. You know, whether it's in a college setting mm-hmm. or whether it's in a class, mm. you know, but studying is so important. I get so aggravated when I meet artists that want to be artists. And don't dedicate And they don't self. dedicate themselves to really learning the craft. I studied. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Did you have to sacrifice a lot of that hanging out and things like that in order to put yourself, pour yourself into your craft? Because a lot of people think they can come to L.A. Is L.A. like a place where you do both? Like, is it? it's more important to come here and study and get prepared than it is to hang out and just be social? Or is it equally contributing to you? I mean, you know? I, I don't yeah. know. I, 
most of my friendships and my I have the same friends I went to school with. Mm-hmm. They're still my best friends. You know, we know Jamie. Mm-hmm. Jamie is my friend. Jamie Fox is mm-hmm. my friend because he met me at work. Yes, he Most, gave you a shout out early in your career on the Jimmy yeah. Kimmel show. Yes, because yes. we were doing we we were working together. Yes. What's it on tell, yeah. on Crockett show? But mm-hmm. he found me on Love That Girl, mm. Bentley Kyle Evans. Mm-hmm. Shout out to him, mm-hmm. um, who gave me my first shot at doing comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, who was the creator of of Love That Girl and was the creator of Martin. A lot of different shows. Huge, um, huge, and. Yeah, he was like, we have somebody special and I want you to meet her. Mm-hmm. And Jamie came just like, hey, mm-hmm. I'm gonna, let me check out your studio. Let me see what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And he saw me doing what I do. And he was like, you're special. And he believed he was the first person that I really admired. Yes. That I could be like, oh, my God, and say, you got something special and I want to work with you and put that into action and challenge me. I auditioned for Avion Crockett. Mm-hmm. I came in with all of my characters that mm-hmm. I had already just been working on mm-hmm. in my mind. Mm-hmm. But he gave me an opportunity to show my stuff. He was like, if you got, I'm unique. What other stuff you got in your bag? Because I'm doing this sketch comedy show. So you just got to be ready. And from there, we built a really dope artistic friendship. Yes. So, like, when it, when you talk about socializing, all of that, it comes from the work. People, it, yes. people will fall in love with you because of who you are and your work. Mm-hmm. You know? I and agree. your heart and all of that. But really, it's just, it's artistry. I ask because... Um, I feel like now that we have social media, people feel like they can skip steps. Like, I feel like because of clout or associations visually that people feel like those things should put them ahead of the line. But it's really, really, really the work. You know what I mean? It's just just really a part of who you want to be in this business. mm -hmm. Do you want to be a face and a booty? Right. Or do you want to be an actor? Mm -hmm. I came here to... Not for clout. Right. (laughs) You know, I came here to be respected by people that I admire. Right. You know, and to, I I would always say, I was like, I I wouldn't say I wanted, I was like, of course you want to be a star. Mm -hmm. But I remember when I really sat down, I was like, I want to consistently support myself and Mm -hmm. build a life for myself. Mm -hmm. Doing what I love to do. Yes. Creating work. Being in projects that that inspire me. Mm -hmm. Working with people that inspire me. Mm Mm-hmm. And, you know, support yourself. It's a lot of people that are doing what they love to do that can't support themselves. Now, okay. Listen, a lot, okay? Okay. So it's got to be more than just a look. You have to match that word. Listen, looks fade. All of those things can, you know, it just depends on what you came here to do. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes that shifts. Yeah. And, you know. Yeah, speaking of that shift, you didn't start off doing comedy. No, right? no. I started off doing a lot of dramas. Yes. And, you know, and that was fine. And, you know, I did, like, High School Musical Movie, American Mall, with yes. Nina Dobrik, like, singing and dancing, ER. How did, how did you get from ER? Because you were Dr. Laverne St. John on ER. How did you go from that to I'm Unique? I'm Unique was hilarious. The first time I saw it and I heard the title of the show... I was like, she. They had the girl is Brisha. Like they have to be talking about Brisha immediately. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Brisha's that girl. That's who that girl is, you know. Thank you. And then by the fourth season, you had evolved to being like the star of the show. But to me, you were the star since the first time I saw you. Thank you. Can you tell us about how that happened? How you went from going like drama to just being this hilarious 
character. Yeah. And it's funny that you mentioned Jamie Foxx uh, supporting you, even Martin, and then to see you doing the Sherman Showcase. Yeah. It's hilarious because it's that in living color, yeah. even being involved with Marlon Wayans. Yeah. It's that in living color kind yeah. of style of sketch comedy that's really cool. Absolutely. But back to the back to the shift. How did that shift happen? Um, Just a leap of faith, really. Okay. Uh, my agents, you know, uh, Michael Green, he just hit me up. Mm-hmm. And they were just like, this is really weird. Mm-hmm. But there's this project. Um, I don't know if this interests you, but I'm a funny person. Mm-hmm. And all on ER, I know the only reason why they kept me there that long. Because mm-hmm. I was only supposed to do four episodes. I ended up staying for two seasons. Nice. And so the, I feel like the only reason they kept me there, because during takes, you know, when they would call cut, I would ham it up. Yeah, you know, I would have everybody cracking up. Personality, yeah, was they would be like, "You got to go on SNL, you got to do this." I was Mm -hmm. like, "I don't know what to do with that." So when Love That Girl came into uh, my lap, I was like, "I'll go in for an audition." I read the breakdown, and I love a costume. You know, mm-hmm. I and them love costumes were fierce, fierce, honey. You know, so I was like, I get to go in and change the narrative of who they think this person is because nice. they wanted a shenane. They wanted, they wanted somebody that was not cute, cute. cute you know, cute, they cute, wanted cute, somebody cute, to cute. be like, ah, ah, you know, like shenane, right? You know, and so I was, you know, they told me it was like Tiana, and I was like, that's Tatiana Ali's role. Come on. Uh-huh. And, you know, Nefertiti, all the other roles. And I was like, no, I want to go in for I'm Unique. Yes. Trust me. And so I just went in there and killed it, put my little outfit together, which yes. was not asked. Okay. And I went and became Lexington Market. You know, yes. I was like, I'm going to come in there and act like my cousins. Yes. You know, I remember the line was Car Blanche or something. I changed the whole thing up. Uh-huh. And they were just like, yeah, you really are crazy. They that was, say that's how you land the role, though. You yeah, make it you your just own. gotta take a leap of faith. How does your Baltimore kick in? Because you know, yeah. you, you you take the girl out the hood. You can't take the girl out the girl. Oh, she's here. How does your Baltimore <laughs> help you? Like, what do you take with you from your Baltimore, and how does wow. it help you in your career? Well, I'm unique is a, just a slice. Uh-huh. That is like a huge, a humongous slice uh-huh. of Baltimore. Like it the is. hairstyles, the makeup. It was definitely very '90s strong, it's heavy. Very, but look at how everything has come back, everything. full circle. They were like, "You can't do that. That is this and that." TV One hated us. TV One hated. I'm unique in my mm-hmm. opinion. They were like, "She's too much." She's too. And really? To see, oh yeah, it was great. I thought so too. But to see the Cardi B's now, and to see mm-hmm. like. All of these women taking such risks with hair and mm-hmm. makeup and being authentically who they were and what in a professional setting and not mm-hmm. giving a whatever mm-hmm. to anything that was I'm unique. Yes. I'm unique. Show up with her with her friends' kids at work. You know that's not status quo. Like you don't want to do that. Uh-huh. But like it's funny. You it know is somebody funny. like that. You know people that will take their hair out at the office. Yeah. Because they don't know no better sometimes. Yes. You know, but that's the lesson of the day. You right. know, but that's the funny in the show. And so that's Baltimore to me. Was it was it hard to transition from the East Coast to the West Coast? Like what was your first year in LA? What did that look like? Uh I was in college and it was really hard. You it know was cause, difficult. Yeah, because you know, you know, you got your little you know, boo mm-hmm. in Baltimore. You know, like you just used to food in Baltimore. You just mm-hmm. used to just certain things. But really, no, you don't. You change. <laughs> you, you change. Just, you you just, do. You evolve. You evolve. I remember when I first got here, 
I seem to have like a tough demeanor. People would think like, is she mean? Because I was quiet. People mm. were so extroverted, like, and so yeah. bubbly all the time. I didn't get it. I was like, <laughs> okay, it took me a second to kind of settle into that. So I was just wondering how, you know, yeah, it might have worked I, with you. I felt like as soon as I landed that mm-hmm. I was probably born in the wrong city. I'm thankful mm-hmm. that I was born in Baltimore City and raised there because I don't fall for just any old thing. Yes. You know, I, my, street, my street sense mm-hmm. is very strong. Mm-hmm. And I think I know that has a lot to do with where I am today. Mm-hmm. You know, just how I hear stories about how women get swindled and mm-hmm. other people just... I, mm. mm-hmm. It's like all that cute, bubbly stuff. Yeah. When I feel threatened or when I feel, like, disrespected, mm-hmm. that's Baltimore. Yeah, that's how you bring that's, Baltimore. That's Baltimore. With like, it just... It's like, ah! Exactly. Yeah. I feel like I bring mine... Like, I feel like we cut through. Yeah. I feel like we're very aggressive, so it isn't hard to achieve in a place like L.A. Uh, I feel like it is... I feel like we come with such an aggression and assertiveness coming from the east absolutely. side that we when you get go to home. L.A., we don't play. You don't want to go back home? Yeah. I don't want to go back home. One of the first times I saw you perform here... Well, I guess only time I saw you actually perform, you were doing live stand-up comedy. Oh, my gosh. Yes. <laughs> How often do you do stand-up now? Uh, well, the only reason why I started really is because in order to do I'm Unique, mm-hmm. uh, Bentley, Kyle Evans, and... You know, the producers were just like, you have to do stand-up to really do this. Really? Like, to get the rhythms. So you you were like, okay. Yeah, well, I mean, I took a dare with my girlfriends. And we just started doing it together. Shout out to Angel and Denora. Nice. And we just started doing stand-up together and took a a class, um, Pretty Funny Women. Mm -hmm. And we started getting on stages with women and, you know, took a class in comedy, like the art of stand-up. Um, and that's how we got it into it. And stand up is great. I mm-hmm. love stand up, but if you don't put all your one hundred percent energy into stand up, it don't love you back. Wow. You know, so it's a lot. A lot of work has to be put into stand up. But I also, from there, because I am more so of a performer, mm-hmm. I love doing my one woman show. Nice, where I get to do my characters. Yes, um, that's where my song "Think from Your Heart" mm-hmm. came from. Yes, think from um, your heart. We need yes. to talk about that. Yes. So, <laughs> like, I because I have I'm more of a Tracy Ullman, you know. Um, Whoopi Goldberg, mm-hmm. you know, Ooh, like love Whoopi, yeah, like those one woman shows that I used to watch. Bette Midler, um, uh, uh, I'm forgetting my favorite with the Winks, you know. But it, watching those women mm-hmm. do shows, mm-hmm. it wasn't stand up; it was an experience. Mm. You know, you got to see the story arc mm-hmm. of their lives and whatever story that they were telling with it, music and with comedy and it with takes flair. you on a journey, journey yeah yes. and so that's what my one woman show is this mm-hmm. is my show and it's pretty much coming me coming from baltimore mm-hmm. and my family being raised in the church mm-hmm. and how i got to la and where i'm at now being single mm-hmm. and living my life how is dating at this phase of your life sucks um does it, it? it does i mean to be honest uh-huh. i mean because a lot of women in this industry find it a little difficult because mm-hmm. you never know who's really in it for you mm. you know because you go i just was at the golden globe party last night right you know and people that you're around right you know and i'm very you know very protective of myself. Mm-hmm. And so it is pretty hard dating mm. once you're building. Because you just and, don't know who wants you yeah. for what. Yeah, and also in L.A., you're in a 
we're in a town full of dreamers yeah. and builders. Yes. And so it's, you know, this isn't a place to get married. Yeah, to focus and, yeah. on them, themselves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like this is where we work. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, it's not the easiest, but I allow it. Is it. What it is. Yeah, right, you I allow, allow it. it. I like that. I allow it. Yeah. yeah. May the best man win, really, because oh, right. I love me. That's I'm what's good. up. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think you're going to find you a great man. I know, too. You are. A great man going to find you. Mm-hmm. Um, Back to comedy. Comedy is a very, very, like, sensitive subject right now, especially stand-up. Yeah. It's almost like, okay, me growing up, I loved Def Comedy Jam. I loved, um, what was the one that came on BET? Uh... Uh, uh, Comic View. View. I loved Mm -hmm. all of those shows. And to me, comedy was always about roasting. It was always about, like, you know, making fun of situations that happen in everyday life. And now it seems like with the shift in culture, it's really hard to do that. Yeah, it is. And and not be offensive. Do you think that people ruin comedy when they forgot how to laugh at themselves? Laugh at themselves? Of course. Mm -hmm. I feel like, you know, in this, you know... In every movement, you can't mm-hmm. single one out mm-hmm. at all. You know, we're just in a time where everyone is just very aware mm-hmm. of who we are and who people are to each other, and we're trying to do better. Mm-hmm. But in comedy, kind of have to put blinders on <laughs> a little mm-hmm. bit and just enjoy the ride mm-hmm. and enjoy this person's journey. Mm-hmm. I don't watch a TV, sh- a movie about someone's life and judge it, you know. After the movie, yes. Mm-hmm. But while I'm enjoying the ride, I'm enjoying the ride. Mm-hmm. And and that's how I look at comedy. Mm-hmm. I'm listening to this person's point of view. That right. doesn't have to be my point of view. Right. Um, and that's also sometimes why comedy stand-up is a little icky. Mm-hmm. You know? And that's why I like doing my own show. Because it's my story. Yes. It's, and that's why I named it This My Show. Yes. You know, because I need you to know this is my story that I'm allowing myself to share with you with my music and with this. Do you have any performances of that show coming up? Yeah, I did a, I did three performances in L.A. And mm-hmm. I'm going to bring it back. You know, Please do. So busy. But absolutely. Yes. It's so much fun. I have a band. Yes. And it's so much fun. And I want to... We're taking it on tour. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, my dream is to open it up on Broadway like Whoopi did. Yes. Because there's nothing like that right now. So there may be some Broadway in your future. Oh, I would love to do Broadway. I mean, that's always been a big dream of mine. Mm -hmm. But I know there's work to be done more on TV and film. So do you have any um, advice for a young woman who may, or a young man who may be wanting to get into the comedy? Because, like, I think it's I think it's funny. How do we know what's okay to laugh at? Like, for instance, Dave Chappelle made a really good point. When he was talking about R. Kelly, everybody thought the shit was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Like, I just watched Kevin Hart's special, and he was talking about his dad, who was on drugs and had mm-hmm. been on drugs his whole childhood, and how he had been raised by this man that was on drugs. And we thought it was hilarious. Like, what... What is okay and what is not okay to laugh at? Like, how do you build a show these days? It's you very just have touchy. to be fearless. You have to be fearless. You have to be fearless in everything that you do. Some mm-hmm. people are going to love you and everybody's not going to love you. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like you just have to stay focused on who you are mm-hmm. and your point of view and not offend. Like, you can't yes. just be coming up there and just, you know. There's some things you just have to, like. Mm-hmm not do but also if you do that you have to defend it own it and own it mm-hmm. and i love dave chappelle for that like i do too he's 
fearless. And I look at him as that's his point of view. Mm -hmm. That's what he is saying. That's Mm -hmm. not how I have to feel. Mm -hmm. I don't have to agree with it. I'm just listening. And if I happen to laugh, it's just like walking down the street. You can't control what somebody right next to you is saying. If you happen to laugh at some funny shit, you're going to laugh. That's true. It might be really funny. And it might be funny. I think people yeah. should learn to laugh at their, laugh at themselves Life again. Life is funny. It is. The, the, the most chaos and craziest things mm-hmm. are hilarious. When you're depressed and you look back over it, you're like, that was so funny. Mm-hmm. In hindsight. Mm-hmm. You know? It was. It is. I, I know exactly what you mean. You know? Like, there's some moments in... Some stuff is funny. Some stuff. You know, and I, it's just know. we teeter on this sensitive line. Listen, I feel like the internet has given everyone a voice. And not that we don't all deserve them, but sometimes I remember the times where we didn't always have to hear them all. And it was just seemed like a more peaceful. And I know maybe, you know, I'm going to speak. I'm going to own what I'm going to say right now. Go but ahead, you know, girl. You know, I'm you know, like, it's mm-hmm. just... You know, it's just different times. And I, and I think everybody deserves a voice. I'm not saying it to say that we don't all deserve voices, but it's, it's just a lot learning. Of, it's a lot of it's voices. It's a lot to learn how to navigate room. through the shifts. So, yeah, it's a lot of voices in a dark room. Hmm. When people are able to find tweets from like 20 yeah. years ago, 10 years ago, it's just like people grow. Yeah, people do grow. People make mistakes, too. People make mistakes, you know. for real. So, yeah, um... When you make an okay, so let's go to Sherman Showcase for a second. Sherman, what tell us about Sherman Showcase first of all? Oh Lord, Sherman Showcase. Well, Diallo Riddle and Bashir have been uh like friends of mine for years. Uh-huh. Actually, I did their first pilot okay. uh in Atlanta years ago before Diallo and I worked together on Marlin. Uh-huh. Um so everybody was like, you know, oh, Diallo's playing Stevie, and I was like, Diallo? From Brothers in Atlanta. Like, uh-huh. we've known each other for years. So, getting to know him and his family and grow in comedy on Marlon for two seasons was so much fun. And just laughing. You know, we I would do impersonations and he would just hear me like, oh mm-hmm. my God, you know how to do this. Can you do that? Mm-hmm. And sometimes with impersonations and flares. I don't even call them impersonations because mm-hmm. that's a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. I just call them flares. Mm-hmm. You know? Um but he was like, could you do this? And I was like, I don't even know. Mm-hmm. Let me try it. Let me work on it. Mm-hmm. And I would come back and he'd be like, yo, we have to do something. Like, we go, I'm going to figure something out. I had no idea he was already developing Sherman Showcase and his writing partner, Bashir, who's also critically uh, Critics' Choice nominee nice. for Sherman Showcase, um, <clears throat> was developing this show. Mm-hmm. And so when they came to me and were like, we want you to do this character and we want you to do this character, what do you think? I was like, Absolutely, I'm game. I get yes. to dress up as a yes. character because you never get to do that. That's like so I'm unique, like times, you know? How, okay, when you did Mary J. Blige, yeah. how did you, did you come up with that? I bet you didn't know I could do cartwheels. That shit was hilarious. I watched that video <laughs> probably like 15 times back to back and cried. I, I laughed so hard, I cried. So much fun. So how did you how did you come up with that? Like oh, it was it was a script. Uh huh. You know there was a script, and we just had fun. Oh my god! They just I I I mean, it's just so much fun to like play dress up. It like, is to go from like and what's so funny because I'm going today. Uh huh. <clears throat> hopefully, if this voice allows me to, uh-huh. um, to record. Nice. And so. It's so much fun because you start there and you go mm-hmm. into the booth and like I already have in my mind mm-hmm. what runs I want to do, what 
I'm listening to Mary J. Blige all day. So mm-hmm. I'm arranging the song mm-hmm. that they've written and all of that. And so I have my own idea when I go in the booth. Mm-hmm. And I know how I want to dress. I know this. I know that. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's just so much fun. It's just like you're a magician. You, like, get to, like, put little things in the pot. Yeah, like, you chef it up and you cook it up and you be like, ta-da, pretty. So when you doing, so the reason why I was talking about the comedy and the state of where it is and, like, how, you know, what we're able to laugh at and stuff. Because when you're doing these in-person impersonations and they're of other people, are you ever afraid of how they're going to feel or if, like, you're going to cross a line? Like, if Mary was going to watch that and be offended? Even though I don't really think she would, personally. You but know. you never know. You never know. Like, do you think about that? Does that bother you? I Is can't. That, I can't at can't. the time. I mean, I try not to say. Because when I go in, I kind of black out. You black I'm out. Black, I'm, I'm on the playground. <laughs> yes. Like, you didn't took the, handcuff, the mm-hmm. handcuffs off. So now I'm like, ah! You know, mm-hmm. like, so I'm having a good time. Right. Yeah. And it shows, man. And we have a good time <laughs> watching you, too. Thank you. So but, yeah, hopefully she likes it. I would love for her to see it and be flattered because I had so much fun. Girl, it don't look like your fun is stopping anytime soon because you have worked with legend the legends. Mm-hmm. Jamie Foxx has had your back. Martin Lawrence has had your back. Mm-hmm. Marlon Wayans has had your back, which That's you started right. Sep Top Lips. And yes. Marlon. How was that experience? Amazing. He's, Amazing. He's family. Love him. He's brothers. You so just great. did a Christmas movie with Kelly Rowland. Amazing, right? Amazing. You are a part of a Black Excellence Project. Yes. Can you tell us about that? Yes. Um, it's it's um, a new it's a new thing for Netflix with, um, gosh, now my brain has to work. <laughs> it's with, uh, uh, what's her name? Um See, my brain is just like, no. Uh-huh. Yeah, but it's coming on Netflix. Okay. Yeah, so it's going to be really cool because I was like, oh, black excellence. Yeah, but it's so much fun. And then it's looking like you're taking a trip back to drama because you're in Tyler Perry's new um, new project. Mm-hmm, a Fall from Grace. A Fall from Grace. And you are playing... I'm playing Jasmine Bryant. Yes. What is that? Can you tell us anything about that? Yeah, well, I mean, the trailer just came out, Mm -hmm. so people are really excited about that. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, we're going to try to play the trailer at the close of the show, too, for sure. Oh, that's nice. Mm -hmm. Um, I play a lawyer. Okay. um, And um, Crystal Fox plays Grace, Mm -hmm. who has been accused of a murder. Mm. And she's been swindled, and, you know, she's fallen in love with this younger man, Mm -hmm. and... You know, she gets fed up, and it looks like she has killed her husband. Wow. And I, as her lawyer, find something a little, you know, I just find that there's evidence that might prove that she's not guilty. And you need to and find I, out. And I need to find out those I can't answers. wait. I can't wait to see. So it's it's great. We have uh, the icon, legend, Cicely Tyson. Yes. Rashad is in it. What was it like working with the TV mom of all TV moms? Felicia First of all, Rashad. it's... it's TV mom, but for me, it's Broadway legend. Yes, right. Okay. Let me not disrespect this don't, woman's title, don't. but she is legend. the ultimate to me. Legend. Legendary. You know, um, I was just, it was a master class for mm. Crystal. I mean, working just alongside Crystal as well. We did mm-hmm. it in five days, which is like, what? Mm-hmm. Yes, we did a feature in five days. And so, and when I asked, you know, Tyler, you know, how how did you know I was capable of it? Mm. How did you trust me? And he was like, I knew who I cast. Yes. I've watched you work. And I've, you know, and he was like, I know who I cast. And you made you guys made this on his new lot? Yeah. What was that I did Acrimony like? on his lot, too. Mm-hmm. And um, it was right when he had opened it. And 
It was incredible. How beautiful was that event? The uh, uh, the event that he had. What was the name of the? Uh, um, both of us are on one right now. Um, but this Black Excellence event yeah. that he had, where I mean, every Black star you can yeah, think just of call was it Black there. Excellence. It was just so everybody and their mother was there. Beautiful to witness. But I'm not. like, we are really in a like. It's a once in a lifetime. Yeah, it was a once in a lifetime moment. I was so blessed to be able to take my mother. I love it. And um, yeah, it was it was incredible. You mm-hmm. know, Oprah. Yes. You know, Oprah Winfrey, mm-hmm. Beyonce, Jay Z. You just look from right to left. Whoopi Goldberg. I wept in Whoopi Goldberg's face. Yes, come you on, know, wept. like I was just, I, I, I lost it. I was yes. like, I, you know, because it's just these are icons. These are you have, you have to bow down to what Tyler. Perry has done mm-hmm. in his career and mm-hmm. what he's been able to build. You know, you build it and they will come and that is what happened. And mm. to see him honor icons, not our icons, mm-hmm. icons, mm-hmm. Denzel, Washington, you know. Right. Not everyone. just our icons. Yes. Halle Berry. Like, yes. I mean, it was gorgeous with fireworks. Yes. And, you know, a champagne knocked on the wall. I mean, it was just... <laughs> Incredible, and then for him to give all of his cast members that were on own, you know, series regulars on own, he gave them a star. Amazing, you know, it was just it was an amazing moment. I mean, everybody was crying, everybody just felt honored to be in that space, I bet you know, and to honor him and yes. to celebrate with him. Yes, I'm like, do people really understand the weight of what this man just did? His he's, studio it's just like he's is, Disney now. Yeah, his and it will live on for a very, for very, 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 long very long time. time. And will create work yes. for artists. It's huge for a lifetime. So, I I commend. I'm so honored to be able to work with him to call him friend. Yes, and I'm so excited for people to see this film and for people to see me in another light. Because even nice. though people, you know, I was doing guest stars back mm-hmm. in the day when I was doing. Um, my dramatic work and everything. So mm-hmm. I'm excited for people to see me in this light. Yes. And, you know, I'm excited to see where else my career can go. Like, mm-hmm. I would love to play Eartha Kid or Diana Ross. Yes. Do you a have biopic. a dream role that That's you have? It. That's, That's it. That's it. Diana mm-hmm. Ross or Eartha Kid. Or Eartha Kid. So, any producers, if y'all are watching, y'all yes. know who to cast. This wonderfully talented, beautiful, yeah. bright woman we sitting here. To, we have to be able to honor these iconic women and further their stories you know tell their stories to the um to the youth people that are growing up now i remember watching um you know josephine baker's story yes that was one of my favorites favorites. i would watch that all the time dorothy dandridge yes on on hbo that halle berry did lynn whitfield there's no other uh, josephine baker story that can ever be told right whitfield she she killed it talk my killed it Halle Berry, Halle Berry for Dorothy Dandridge. Yes. I mean, Jamie Foxx for Ray Charles. I mean... Mm, epic. Epic. You know, it's just like those stories, and that's when you discovered, like, oh my God, that's Carrie Washington. Mm-hmm. You know, and she was a, a baby in her career, too. You know? So it's just great to see those icons and to see... Now that I feel connected to their stories mm-hmm. and connected to their legacies, mm-hmm. this generation needs it as well. Mm-hmm. To see that they can overcome things that 
these other How artists. How surreal is that? Like, you grew yeah. up watching Martin, I'm sure. You grew oh. up watching and Living Color. And now you are <sighs> cast amongst these people all the time, regularly. Like, you belong. You know? Yeah. That's just who you are. How it's does that okay. feel it's, to see? You it's know? still. It's still. Do you ever hit a place where you're like, I made it? No. You never do, huh? No. No. Like, no. no. It's no. always work to be done. It's always work to be done. Like, cause I I know how much work it takes. Mm-hmm. Like to see Tiffany and her star, mm-hmm. and it's still rising. Mm-hmm. Like we used to do stand up. She inspired me to do stand up. Nice. We would do like the foxhole together. Mm-hmm. Like she worked mm-hmm. for where she is, you know, and a lot of hard work. Have you ever? We I got a couple of more questions, but when are we gonna get out of here? But I have okay. to ask you. Like, have you ever experienced for anyone who's looking up to you and who needs advice? Mm-hmm. Have you ever experienced? that that lack of inspiration or that downside to comedy that people like we hear about where it can be depressing like have you ever experienced the downside to all of this and how did you pull yourself out of it so that you can stay focused and get to where you are now um we all as artists i mean i think anybody you can't just say artist in general but like Mm -hmm. you know when you're having days where you have lack of inspiration or you know in this industry things don't go the mm-hmm. way you can't plan it out mm-hmm. you can't so if you want a job you can want it all you want it's going to go to whoever they want and that mm-hmm. has nothing to do with you it, it all you can control is the work that you put in mm. you leave it on the table and you go mm-hmm. all the other stuff is up to god mm. so i have just i have to submit myself daily mm. to god's will Nice. That's it. You know, because I can't control this 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 industry. I can't nice. control who I'm going to work with, when it's going to happen. I've been doing this for a long time, you know, mm-hmm. from college. And I've put blood, sweat, and tears into everything I try to do. And mm-hmm. I do it. I mm-hmm. do it well to my, my best ability. But whatever it is for me is jesus but mm-hmm. i pray daily i have great friends who see me where i'm at and mm-hmm. we encourage each other mm-hmm. we pray together and we just know that you know it's gonna work out you know because yes. we've all had the oodles and noodles yes or you you're believing in something after you're believing in something i would say oh i know i made it when i buy a house i bought the house mm-hmm Congratulations. Okay, praise God. So when you buy the house, then you got to believe that you'll have the mortgage payments mm-hmm. and you'll be able to take care of your your life. Yeah. You know, because then you'll know when you make it there and make it there and it keeps You have growing. to always have that vision yeah. that you had from the beginning. And, and you never hunger, stop seeing yourself. And, and sometimes the hunger eats you up mm-hmm. because you're, you're getting anxious mm-hmm. from it all. You know, mm. and you just have to just stay rooted in who you are, why you're here. Yes. And that's why the social life, you don't have time. Mm-hmm. You don't have time to be social. Mm-hmm. There's so much work to be done. There's so much things to learn about. There's so much. It's very true. I try to tell my friends I'm really not trying to be offensive because people want me to go out and hang out. And I'm like, there's no time. And that's at the level that I'm at. You yeah. know, and I'm, tr- I'm striving to get to the level that you're at. Yeah. So I can only imagine at your level how time is very, extremely valuable. Yeah, I'm just trying to be the Beyonce of my lifetime. Yes. In my life. Yes. You know, and yes. you know, you can't. Take time for granted. Mm-hmm. In days that you do, it can 
in the long run, when you look back over your life and just look back over the last year and you see how much time is wasted Mm -hmm. and how much time you could have put into you and you furthering what you want to do, whether it's your career, whether it's your lifestyle, whether it's whatever, Mm -hmm. you just have to stay focused on that. I write down my goals. I I try my best. Mm -hmm. You got to do the work. You know, and sometimes for people it comes easy, mm-hmm. but in that downtime and, you know, in comedy and, you know, and I can't say for every comic that it's mm-hmm. like that, but it does get overwhelming because you have all of these standards. You have to be funny. Mm-hmm. You know, people came to laugh at mm-hmm. you. And some days you don't feel funny. Right. Today I did not feel funny. Mm-hmm. Today I was like, I'm not mm-hmm. in a good place, mm-hmm. but I have to believe and myself, mm-hmm. and believe that I have a reason and a purpose for everything that I do. Yes. And sometimes when I go on stage and I'm not funny, that's when I'm the most funniest. Or mm. that's when I have the biggest breakthrough. Mm-hmm. You know, or that's I go so, to that audition mm, and I'm not, I'm prepared, but I'm not there. That's mm-hmm. when I can actually grow. Wow. You know, because I'm breaking through something. Mm-hmm. It's like what you want to do and what you have to do. And where you're at. Exactly. A lot of times when you think you have it in a bag, you just go in there and you just know. But when you're in a state of flux where you have to figure it out quickly, it's still space there for you to do something unexpected or, like, stretch your mind beyond what you thought was right. Yes. And I think that's why it works in those moments. Yes. Oh, well, thank you. Listen, <laughs> you, that, you left us on a... That was a word. Come on. Faith is a huge... It's a huge ingredient in this and what you think formula. and what you say out of your mouth yes. is so important yes. because if you don't believe in yourself as what you want to be now yes. or what you want to be then or where you're going mm-hmm. you'll never be that exactly I always said I was going to be a star yes I would put I remember and this is the last thing I'll say mm-hmm. you have to manifest yes. and I learned that I get reminded of that every single time and Tiffany lives by that Tiffany mm-hmm. Haddish but I didn't realize how much to go from Baltimore, and you know this, mm-hmm. it can make me cry. To go from Baltimore and not see like mm. you know what I mean? Listen. You know, and I would put pictures of people I wanted to be like. Mm. And I would pray to those women mm. every night. I was manifesting the greatness that yes. I didn't see in myself. It's, so I say people that don't you understand have to, what it's like to coming from Baltimore. Baltimore. We don't get the vast openness. Like we see buildings, we see ooh, we see abandoned blocks. Yes. We see people strung out on drugs. Yes. We see cops on every corner. Yes. We Blue see lights. police lights flashing on every corner. Stadium lights set up flashing in children's windows. You yes. have to be in school in the morning. Like we get that coming from Baltimore. So come yes. to a place where you can wake up and climb a mountain in the morning. Yes. And go about your day and live out your dreams and just look and see open land. Land. People don't even understand how restricting the hood is set up to be. It's so true. So I definitely understand what you're saying. Yeah. To come here and open your mind. So and you to don't receive. have time. Yeah. You don't have time because they're, you're you're inspiring somebody. Yes, right now. To, that's in that place. Yes. To be like you. Well, I just want to tell you and commend you that you have done a wonderful job at oh, that. Thank you. 
Wonderful. Thank you. Wonderful. I remember the first time I saw you when I came to LA, you at the Ha Ha, and I'm like, I had no idea that this girl was funny like this. Like, she's doing stand-up, and then she's singing, and then I see you on television, and now you're in movies, and you're putting out your own music, and yeah. you're all over everything, and it's such an inspiration for people from where I'm from to be attached or to be able to talk that we know a girl who's doing that, because it doesn't happen where it we're doesn't. from. It doesn't. That often. It, it happens. happens. It happens. It but congratulations Thank you. for overcoming that hump, for seeing past those gray streets and that concrete jungle and yes. arriving in the place that you are in. If yeah. you never did another thing ever again, you have done enough to inspire a whole bunch of people. But who there's a lot more coming. But there is so much more coming. <laughs> yes. Thank you so much for oh, opening your you. heart. Thank you so much for being a leader of the new school and thank sharing you. your journey for thank the people you. who are looking up to you like me. Yes. And like everybody she, watching she this. She was doing my nails back in the day. <laughs> yes. Okay. Back in the day, I came to her. Your yes. House. Doing nails. You yes. know, and I didn't dra- dra- my way out the mud. And yeah. it hasn't been, you know, I've done a lot of different things. It hasn't Music, been super everything. easy for me either. But, you know, here I am. Yeah. You know? But everybody's journey is like that. You know? That. So everybody's here is. we are. Thank you so much. Yes, thank, thank you. Thank you so much. Let the people know where they can find you before we get out of here. You know, just Breesha Web. Breesha Web everywhere. B-R-E-S-H-A. January 17th, we have, we have to watch... Fall uh, from Grace on Netflix. Anything and else coming up? I mean, uh, I have a animation that I'm doing. Yes. With, uh, yeah, so that's going to be on Fox with it's, Lisa um, Kudrow. It's about pets, right? Yeah, it's called House Train. And I've always wanted... I mean, I love animation. And so I've nice. done animation on other things, but just nothing Ooh. as big as this on this platform. So I'm very thankful. So now you're stepping into the world of animation. Yes. I, I just want to be on the Life of Pets. I just want to be in that, though. I want to be in the Life of Pets. I want to be a dog or a squirrel. Well, I'm a squirrel on uh, House Train, but uh-huh. yeah. You You'll see. Do, it's funny. More you can coming. do any, everything that you put your mind yeah, and you to. Can't I believe be, that you, you gotta can. You got to be fearless. You got to be fearless. Oh, thank you guys so much thank for tuning into for this tearful yes, BHL Live. BHL Live conversation for leaders of the new <laughs> school with the one and only Baltimore's own. Yes. Brisha Webb. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yes. Okay, so thank you for tuning in, you guys. You can find Brisha everywhere. Brisha Brisha Webb. Yes. Everywhere. I'm sorry. I'm BrishaWebb.com is up too, but, you know, Instagram, Mm -hmm. Twitter, Facebook. The Facebook, as my mother calls it. And you can find the Facebook. And you can find me on Instagram at King underscore Karma underscore. And until the next time, we'll see you guys later. Bye. On behalf of our BHL staff, we would like to thank you for tuning in to Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. Check out our Black Hollywood Live YouTube page for even more great programming and amazing content. And be sure to subscribe and like our channel when you do. I'm your BHL host, Nakia Monet, and you can find me on all social media at Kiki Boom Boom or at Black Hollywood Live. Black Hollywood Live. Hollywood redefined.